This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. It's the week of April 9th, 2020. This is episode 201, and I am your host, Chris Randazzo. Joining me tonight, as always, is Synthetic Starfleet Commander, Karen Randazzo. T. Earl Grey, decaf. And adorable Pitbull, Evan Goldstein. Earl Grey never fails. It was my pick this week, and I decided to go with an episode of the new iteration of DuckTales, because I didn't update my script, and I'm reading last week's... <laughs> my heart just skipped a beat. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I'm realizing right now that I did not update my script, uh, so yeah, let's talk about DuckTales. No, I talked about, I brought to the table the first episode of Star Trek Picard, a show that I have been positively itching to watch the rest of and really am very curious to find out what you guys thought of this as non-Trekkies whereas I'm borderline Trekkie I haven't been diagnosed (laughs) yeah I'm Trekkie adjacent he's on the Trekkie spectrum I am the Trektrum but before we go any further here's your weekly reminder that you can email us at mail at geekade.com just include the words this week's episode in the subject line and you can let us know what you think of our show what topics you would like us to discuss in the future or just say hello because we always want to hear from you Steve yes that's right Steve you Steve, we're talking directly to you. Anyway, uh, how are... Th- I mean, I know how you're doing. So, Evan, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm all right. Back to work being a... What is that What is that called? Like an essential employee? God, retail sucks. I hate it. It's just not fun. And it's, and, and it's funny because I work evenings, and I had a conversation with... Like, with we, have a, a, a mild crossover with the morning staff and the evening staff and I go listen you guys may have way more people than I do at night because it's literally a ghost town in the evening but my quality of person is way lower than yours <laughs> <laughs> Un- is this customer or coworker quality of yes <laughs> okay <laughs> to be fair the re- the specific retail you work in is pretty low on the totem pole as far as like the people you'd interact with like i remember thinking when i worked at funko land like you know what i deal with a lot of dreck here like i deal with some pretty awful human beings Mm -hmm. but then i went to go work at suncoast movies and like oh everybody watches like gamers play video games everybody watches movies 
And I thought that the people I dealt with at Funko were trash. <laughs> no, no, no. I dealt with some true proper dregs of humanity yeah. at the uh, yeah. at Suncoast. I, I work in a location where it's um, the theory of it is to buy in bulk so that you could save money. So what I get is people constantly wanting cheaper, more now. That's just not happening. Come on now. We're all in this together. <laughs> I don't have a pallet of toilet paper hiding in the back from you. I don't. Because if I did, I'd, I, I, you would not be asking me the question. So I'd put it out so that you do, so you wouldn't bother me. Yeah, you don't. The, the, the overwhelming sensation that people think that the store is constantly hiding stuff in the back. Mm hmm. Like, well, what about the stuff in the back? Like, well, if it's not out on the floor, we can't sell it. So, why would it be back there? We're not, we're not hiding things. We're not trying to not sell you stuff. Yeah, that's the opposite of my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard on on Facebook that the the Dollar Tree is holding stuff in the back for their employees. Is that true? Are you in the Dollar Tree? Uh, I'm not. First and foremost, <laughs> I, I don't work at the Dollar Tree, so I, I don't know if that's true, ma'am. Secondly, if that's the case, they are purchased by the employees who are working their asses off to make it so that you can come in here and bother them. So, yeah. yes, maybe. I don't know. You'll have to go across the parking lot to go to Dollar Tree. <laughs> do, do you not know where you are? <laughs> This is H&R Block. I'm here to do my taxes. Can you vulcanize my tires? <laughs> Can you validate my parking? Ooh, Mega Trucker Magazine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Wow. That, was, that was a nice little riff, guys. I'm, I'm proud of us. That was good. Anywho. So, yeah. Anywho's. I don't, I'm, I haven't, I am not, I do not have the availability to watch nearly as much TV as I did previously because bad vacation oh that was a glorious week eyes were blurry from watching so much television now my eyes are blurry from the tears of people just aggravating the ever-living shit out of me <sighs> yeah, yeah i um i don't know <laughs> i have not been watching much in the way of television uh you know aside from the uh daily morning pj masks which, oh uh, that's well <laughs> So, I mean, Angela and I caught up with Rookie, which led to, oh, yeah. we, which is a great show. I, I love it. Which led us to, I'm rewatching, she is watching for the first time, Castle. Aw. That, that holds up very, very well. And um, I found out that on my Plex, there is a shuffle feature. So I started uh, Scrubs and hit shuffle to see what, what episode that would pop in on. And... I, I don't, I don't remember which one it was because they. I it's, it's the one where uh, Carla's dreaming that she's gonna get killed for the baby. I don't know, but that that it's just there's a shuffle feature. I don't even have to think anymore. I can just push a button and it just says, "Hey, you're gonna watch this now." <laughs> okay, this is fun. Cause... I would I would like to just shuffle Law and Order episodes. I think that sounds uh, delightful. I mean, because my plex is all the things that I want to watch. Yeah, you know it's so. Uh, I'm cool with that. It's fun, and cool. Ghost Hunters. I mean, so, <laughs> so I think I'm pretty sure it was last night. Last night we watched an episode of Ghost Hunters where they visited a place 
that those ghost douchebags went to. Okay, so like we started watching when we were watching that other show, they went to this place and they were yelling at ghosts and it was just mean. But then when So when you say ghost douchebags, do you mean that the ghost hunters are douchebags or that the people who died and became ghosts were douchebags? The 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 ghost hunters on this show are douchebags. Okay. I understand that. I just thought maybe also the ghosts uh, were douchebags. They the could be. I don't like, know. I don't know if you're aware of this. On all of these shows, you don't actually see ghosts. There are never any ghosts. There's a lot of suspense, a lot of blurry vision, but no ghosts. Anywho, the ghost Sounds like a bunch of douchebags to me. They're not even showing up. <laughs> Ghost Hunters team went to this place and like right in their intro, like, yeah, you know, we're going to this place because a lot of other people have gone there and we want to get fact from, you know, Salation. Like we want to separate the, I'm like, wow, throwing the gauntlet down there for the douchebags. All right, let's see how this plays out. It's, it's the, the, the little bits of joy that I find in watching just people standing in the dark constantly looking over their shoulder i don't know why but i find that immensely entertaining really all ghost hunters is that's it people stand in the dark looking over their shoulders going did you hear that what was that (laughs) did you hear that what was that wait over there and that's it that's pretty much, I just, that's every episode <laughs> really, of Ghost Hunters. Really making the case for this show. I, I'm not trying, it's, <laughs> hey, listen, either you are for Ghost Hunter shows or you are not against. There's no in-between. You, if you are not Only active, a Sith deals in absolutes, Evan. I, I, when it comes to Ghost Hunters, <laughs> absolutely. It comes to ghost bus- ghost. When it comes to Ghostbusters, I'm Darth fucking Vader. <laughs> uh, anywho. Yeah, and that's, I, it's... Maybe one episode of television tonight. That's that's about mm. it. That's all I get. And then I'm passing out to start over the day. Did start watching Shit's Creek. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah. She screams a lot. It's wonderful. <laughs> She's so good at it. She screams a lot. And the She's a fucking artist with a scream. <laughs> the the kids, they are horrible. <laughs> horrible human beings. You know what? Stick with it. It's pretty. It's pretty wonderful to see the growth, particularly on uh, the son's part. Because yes, they come off as horrible, spoiled people, but as the show goes on, there's there's more to them, mm-hmm. and their horribleness appears to have just been a product of their environment, of the what they grew up in, instead of them just innately being trash. Right. I Which it makes this, it gives that layer of it, and it's not like it's a subtle distinction. Yeah, yeah, it's a subtle distinction, and they don't beat you over the head with it. It's not like there's all these huge moments or anything, but like these little moments exist where it's you can root for these people, which is wonderful. It is the difference between this show being tolerable and not. Well, that's the difference between this and like that tiger douchebag. Like that's just a show about horrible people. I think there's a lot of differences between Shit's Creek and Tiger King, to be honest. <laughs> I when I literally on before we started recording, I was looking for news, and two out of three articles were about Tiger King. Like it's it's, it's a freaking sensation, and I, I don't, don't know why. I don't get it, and I don't want to get it. More important than anything, I don't want to get it. I want no part of this. 
talking about a season two, a movie featuring Rob Lowe. I'm like, what? What? Man, it's a jail. What? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. I am sure that whatever the whatever the issue, whatever this is, is going to go away. This isn't going to stick around. This is going to be This is only as big as it is because everyone else has nothing to do. True. You think you think so? You think if if everything was status quo, we wouldn't be talking about? It would be like maybe it would be like for a week, people would be talking about it, but that's it. I concur. Or at least I hope I concur. <laughs> but like literally, every everybody is home. Most people don't have enough to do, mm. and need something to distract their brains from everything being terrible. And <laughs> could be worse. I it could, could be, be these worse. Guys. <laughs> it could be you could be eaten by a tiger. Yeah. I have. It's true. I guess that's a that's a way to look at it. All right. I just thought. Uh, mm. And a lot of people's other regularly scheduled entertainment is not around. There's no sports shows that are like Ooh. currently airing that people like aren't on. So I, 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 speaking of sports, and I'm and I, you can't see it, but I air quoted that. Um, did any of you see the WrestleMania or whatever the the wrestling event was that took place recently? Like it was WrestleMania. I've didn't see any of it because I avoid that stuff like the plague, but everybody that I know loves it. So I naturally heard lots about it, but I know like they've been doing the wrestling shows with no audience, and right? It is off. It's weird. <laughs> like, that's creepy. <laughs> that's a, that was my point. Like I saw an image and it's like, why, why, why this? Yeah. I think the AFL is going to be doing that too. Like they're still working on their, you know, putting their season into place with the suspension of like other major league sports are trying to take advantage of it or something. And it's like, Ooh, well, AFL. But how, how I don't know about is that. It like, well, I guess ticket sales can't be that much of the revenue, but it's gotta be a huge chunk. I, I mean, I think I just talked myself out of that argument. Where if, where, so, all right, WWE does a pay-per-view and the excitement comes from the screaming and the, the ruckus of the crowd and, and the players on the stage playing to the audience. We're not watching it thinking that this is an Olympic wrestling match. So how is how is it? Pl- I don't understand how fans are, are being entertained by it. Well, I mean, I don't understand how fans are entertained by it <laughs> on a regular right, basis. Okay. So. okay. All right. <laughs> I I don't know. I was just trying to figure it out, trying to work my head around. Which isn't a criticism. It's just a we don't get it. Yeah. Please yeah, tell us why you like wrestling. <laughs> In fact, and please fa- don't. We understand that you like it. Isn't we there just an don't, article? And it's okay. Somewhere there was there was an article series for literal years on our website called Why I Love Wrestling, <laughs> and it was damned entertaining. But I don't get Didn't it. Didn't sway you? <laughs> no. I mean, I get why he loves wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what have you guys been up to? Well, I will say that I did not, because I'm sure Karen has watched more television than me because she has the opportunity to sort of. Um, so I'll just talk about, I didn't actually watch any like television mm-hmm. besides, you know, a little bit more Shit's Creek uh, with, with Karen, but I did get a chance to sit down with a, a lovely surprise. Uh, now, this was something I already spoke about on Stone Age Gamer, so if I'm a... Uh, Repeating myself to anybody who cares, I'm sorry, but uh, so I um I made a purchase on Amazon a while back that I totally forgot 
I, I did. Uh, because, you know, a lot of things have been going on in the world besides, like, something I pre-ordered on Amazon. But the oh. other day, my The Wizard on Blu-ray showed up in the mail. Wait, and The Wizard? The, the movie? Wizard, yes. Got a, um, I, I ordered wow. this, uh, I pre-ordered it back when, because uh, they were, uh, Rhino did this whole, um, like a 4K remaster uh, and did a bunch of like, including never before seen deleted scenes and uh, interviews with the cast and the directors and the producers. Like they did a full on thing for this movie and I couldn't believe that it was real. So naturally I had to pre-order the heck out of it. Okay. But then I kind of just forgot that it was coming. What with the state of the world and everything else that's mm -hmm. happening and it was just the most pleasant surprise to have that show up in my mailbox. So naturally, I, I still don't have much in the way of time to, to do stuff. But I found a little bit of time last night and I watched maybe 20, 25 minutes of this um, documentary that's included on disc two. That's just this whole like, how did this movie get made? What was the disc two you know, of a Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. The disc one is the movie, and well, it, you know, it's a 4K Blu-ray, so oh, okay. a, all right, all right. I'm sorry. it's it's a pretty high quality transfer, and it looks just gorgeous. Like I can't believe I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this movie in this quality. Yeah, you know, that's okay. that's kind of nuts. Um, but uh, so there's this whole making of documentary that I was just I was just utterly fascinated by. It was really really interesting. Um, I can't wait to find some time to actually watch the rest of it. Uh, but I, I really loved the way it started was, um, the guy, the, the producer or whatever was all, um, whoa, hey, check that out. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just caught a giant fish in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, the, the, the guy was like, so here was the pitch meeting. I want to do Karate Kid, but with Nintendo. And I said, okay, what's Nintendo? I'm listening. <laughs> His response was, okay, what's Nintendo? I was like, all right, this is awesome. So, like, I found out that a bunch of the, the, the people behind the movie were involved in the Wonder Years, too, which is, like, how they got Fred Savage. And it was like, that's... Fred Savage was kind of the linchpin for the whole movie happening in the first place because if they didn't get Fred Savage, it was kind of going to be a no go. Okay. And I always figured that Christian Slater was also a big part of that, but oh, he Bo was Bridges. kind of an after. That was it. Him and Bo Bridges were kind of these like afterthoughts. And then there was like this producer that was trying super hard to get this girl to play uh, the Haley character. Mm -hmm. And, um, the the producer and the director were just like she was terrible like we just flat out refused to do it like they didn't name names or anything it was like this guy's niece or something he really really wanted her to be the star Aww. of the movie and like she was sweet as the day is long but just couldn't she, they, he literally said she couldn't act her way out of a paper bag it's like oh boy this is uh, this is pretty serious okay so um he uh they then um the what's her name Jenny Lewis uh some sort of thing like just freed up in her schedule and she was never they they still don't really know exactly how it happened like that she wound up because she was not even on anyone's radar before then it was like not even a consideration this this girl and then she was a part of it and uh she was fantastic and i really loved looking at all looking at all these kind of like character studies because they were they were kind of dead set on doing something that was as corny as it is, but also, you know, because it, it's an 80s movie for kids about mm -hmm. video games, but they also, 
I mean, they tackled some stuff that they just you, that people didn't even talk about back then, like things like autism and whatnot. Like you didn't see a lot of that in movies, and it was not played for comedy at all. Like it was played a hundred percent straight and serious. Of like this little kid with mental, Ill, you know, mental issues and all this trauma stuff because his sister died, and it was. It's that's one of the some of the stuff that really resonated with me as a kid watching this movie. Like is that it had this undeniable heart to it beside it just being this giant Nintendo commercial. Uh, so, I don't know, it's fascinating to me. And uh, I know I only got to spend a very small amount of time with it, but the little bit of time that I've spent watching it has been beyond stellar. So That is, that is a glorious pull. Like, when it, when it just shows up... <sighs> the... It was... I, I, yeah, I just was not expecting that to be a thing, and I'm so glad that it showed up, because, you know, I haven't been... I haven't been watching much of anything. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing and not a whole lot else. And, and uh, we've been watching, uh, we started doing family movie nights, so we've been watching nice. more movies. That's nice. That yeah. was that was funny, because uh, John saw the the cover to this Blu-ray, because uh, it looks all video gamey, mm-hmm. and he was like, I want to watch that for movie night. And I'm like, I don't think you do. Uh, like, not that the movie's inappropriate for him, but, uh, I think he might think it's pretty boring. So I showed him the trailer for it, and he was just like, nah, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's... I, I remember very older fondly. older kids. Like, it's it's more like, I'd say like a 10-year-old is probably a, a, the, the right age for this. Not, not quite my six-year-old son. Hmm. Well, nice. Karen... Yeah. As the TV watcher in the household, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing my part for humanity. <laughs> and we appreciate everything that you do. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by Chris's game. Uh, that's not. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let me let me mark down that <laughs> pregnant pause, as they say. <laughs> Can I just say that this has been utterly amazing? That like, here's this game that Karen and I are both playing, like effectively together like that doesn't happen unless it's competitively and you're playing dr mario Uh, exactly it's something like competitively but rarely is there a game that we're both like actually into and i just think it's been it's been a really wonderful experience for me that we actually fight over the switch (laughs) um yeah uh the other thing chris forgot to mention that we've been doing together is that we have been watching more of i am not okay with this oh right yes we have um oh boy which while you know your initial complaint stands they have still not explained (laughs) the whole running down the street covered in blood thing we've Uh, seen more of it (laughs) we've seen more of it okay um, but it, it is just, it continues for us to be extremely compelling and interesting. Uh, all the characters are really great. All the actors are really great. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's basically a kind of, a, I don't, I hesitate to say superhero origin story cause she's not really a hero as mm-hmm. of yet, but she is, she's a super powered individual origin story. Okay. And, uh, it's fun. Um, we like her. Uh, we like the show. I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, and we've been, I don't know, I guess kind of uh, like stringing it out, like dosing it out to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So uh, it's we still haven't finished it, even though it's really short. But uh, it's nice. Good. It's enjoyable. And then on on my own, I've only you know he says I have more time than than him, and it's true, not a ton. But uh, I've been I'm almost all the way through the first season of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. To just revisit that stuff and like remember all these developments as they happened and just interesting um very fun and, and like you know adam schlesinger yeah um that i will say in a minute um or i'll say it now because i forget i'm sorry <laughs> Three I off. Say. <laughs> um I'm, I was just pausing a second to see if it came back. It's not the video game, I swear to God. <laughs> you were saying that you have more time. You may have more time. Chris, You, I, I, that's, it was about time. That was the last thing I remember you saying. Mm-hmm. Nope, anyway, gone. <laughs> um, yeah, the other thing about watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is that, um, sadly, last week we lost uh, Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne. Mm-hmm to uh coronavirus and uh he also had a huge part in the music from that show oh really so i was watching i was watching it before that happened didn't even know that he had it until like the day before he died and uh then for a couple days i couldn't watch it because i was just too upset because i don't know we we really like that music and you know all of his music and chris's even even bigger of a fan than I am of of Fountains of Wayne, so uh, but I guess yeah, it's guess continuing to watch it has been a nice tribute to an artist that we both really uh, really like. How are you doing on your uh, Supernatural? Did you finish that? I finished the rewatch a little while back, up to the end of season fourteen. Uh, I may or be one or two episodes behind on what they've aired now. Um, which I do want to finish whatever it is that they have decided to put out until they're stopping. Yeah. Um, we as were... we mentioned last week, they're going to hold some back until they finish the rest of them and air them all at once. Yeah. And there was some clickbait article that was going, you know, my, like my phone gets certain news notifications and one of it was like, About it's not coming back till 20. Yeah. It's not coming back till 2022. I'm like, wait, what? Why? That doesn't make any sense at all. And it was definitely, definitely clickbait. I was like, all right, thank God. Like, we're almost done. Why would, you got two episodes that haven't filmed, if I'm not mistaken. So, we'll be getting that sooner Uh, rather than later. The other thing that I um, have done is uh, Call the Midwife came back last week. uh, And... I just find that such a calming show, <laughs> even though it's about a bunch of nurses and yes, it's about childbirth, but also they deal with like other, you know, things in the community. And there was an outbreak of um, diphtheria oh, Jesus. in the season premiere. Yeah. Um, and even for them, it was a big deal because like only the uh, older people on the show remembered what it had been like for uh <laughs> for for whatever outbreak of diphtheria that had happened when they were young. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you would think that would be, like, something you wouldn't want to be watching right now because it's too close to reality. 
but it was it wasn't really upsetting it was it's still just very calming a very nice show with nice people and nice things happen mm-hmm. and people have babies and everything is okay we all have our own you know i want i don't want to call them guilty pleasures but like i no matter what what time of day it is i put on firefly i i just become calm no matter what's going on on the screen the the, the fights or the gun battlers or whatnot and Chris has what is it? Mystery Science Theater three thousand. No matter what shitty movie is playing, yep, he... always brings me joy. <laughs> so good. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what I've been up to. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I was hosting. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that that just kind of I don't I don't have any news things that jumped up that I wanted to talk about. Do either of you guys have any news articles that? jumped out at you and said, hey, I need to talk about this. Uh, the only thing that I saw is that that we you had commented on um, the Snowpiercer series mm-hmm. that we were mildly interested in. They're, they're kicking that up a couple of weeks, seeing as it's done. That and, is awesome. Yeah. I was excited to see that. I like, I like anybody right now who's releasing any entertainment that was like, had a planned premiere date that they can move up. I'm like, yeah. I'm totally down with that. Um, I also saw that the Animaniacs reboot confirmed that they're bringing back the original main voice cast. Yeah, that's pretty great. So I, I don't think it, if they didn't, there would have been no point. That's kind of true. And well, so they I mean, could- yes, I will. I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit and say yes and no because while the original Animaniacs is an absolute all-time classic, I mean, so was Ducktales, and look what they did with the new cast of Ducktales. You know, if they really did want to try to take things into a different direction, we don't know what they could have been That's, capable of. So. You have a valid point, sir. That is true. Uh, they also confirmed that um, the Warner siblings and Pinky and the Brain are the only confirmed returning characters. Are the only or aren't? They are. They're the only confirmed ones. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean there won't be others, but those are the ones that they're saying, yes, those will definitely be in the show. Well, if they don't bring everybody back, they have to change the theme song. I th- they might change the theme <laughs> song like anyway, right? The theme song anyway, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Bill Clinton plays the sax. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I, see, but <laughs> outside of that, out, that was uh, Bill Clinton plays the sax in O Urbane. Like the last line was, "That's the one that fluctuated." Yes, that was the line that fluctuated. I would just yes, give me more Animaniacs. I'm okay with that. Good stuff. Okay, here's some more Animaniacs. Enjoy. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it would be... I think it'll be cool to see... It'll be really interesting to see what that show is now. Because um, having rewatched a bunch of it not that long ago with the kids, there are certain aspects of it that are, like, a little off. Like, the way the Warners are, like, so horny for Hello Nurse all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, well... That's that's not spectacular. It is equal opportunity because, uh, you know, Dot will then turn around and, like, you know, freak out over some hunky guy in the same way. Mm-hmm. So at least there was that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know that that was necessarily, you know, necessary. <laughs> of course, then I was recently reminded of some of the other... Um, uh, God, there was some of the other... I forget what the joke was, but it was something about... Um, uh, something about Prince, like... F- uh, 
oh, we need to we need to dust we need to dust for Prince, and then Dot pulls out like the musician Prince. Yes. And then and then Yakko says no fingerprints, <laughs> and she says no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how did you get away with that? <laughs> That's hysterical, but wow. <laughs> I, I, saw, I remember that one, too. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see where it goes. Because, I mean, obviously that, that show was uh, brilliant for its time. And there are some aspects of it that haven't aged extremely well, just, you know, because of uh, general human standards and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, it's the, the, the comedy on that show was just... The timing and the way it was written was as close to the original Looney Tunes as we've ever gotten, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Uh, a more modern take on that, if as long as it's still as funny, I That's am the key. sold. That That's, is the key. It needs to be funny. And in the same, and in the same avenue, as it was. Like you maybe you know, modernize at any like, time. No, only when it was funny. <laughs> I know that's Roger Rabbit, but you have no idea how often that joke flies through my head in a day. Like, it's got to be the joke that pops into my head more than any other joke in the world. I don't, I don't know why. Just, no, only when it was funny. All right. Okay. Well, uh, as, long, if, as long as nobody else has a problem with it, I think we're going to take ourselves a quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Star Trek Picard. Because I am a nerd. <laughs> You're listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food, mukbang, right there? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. Uh, we got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And if you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know we really do appreciate it. Trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you, maybe even your house. So, guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on Twitch.tv/slash Geekade. See you then, guys. Stay Vestly, keep playing games. Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. 
Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we are back. It is time for us to finally talk about Star Trek Picard, uh, which honestly, for a while there, I didn't realize was called Star Trek Picard. I was sure this show was just called Picard, um, but I was wrong. It yeah, is, in they, fact, they, called Star Trek colon Picard. Yeah, they got to give it that. Got to tie it to something. Yeah, I mean, do they? Do they really? I mean, I guess they do. I mean, it would be silly not to include the word Star Trek, but hey, whatever, man. Hmm. Oh, boy. Um, where are my notes? Here we are. So, Star Trek Picard. Boy, I'm good at this. <laughs> Star Trek Picard premiered January 23rd, 2020 on CBS All Access. We are talking specifically about Season 1, Episode 1, Remembrance. Uh, so this series is a sort of a sequel series to Star Trek The Next Generation. I say sort of a sequel series because it is stylistically very different from a regular Star Trek show. There's not like... Um, it's not very sciency in a bunch of people in Starfleet on a ship traveling to, you know, boldly going where no man has gone before, et cetera, et cetera. This is very much more overarching, narrative-driven, like, this is this thing that's happening, and it take place, takes place in the world of Star Trek, but I think it has... I don't know, I feel like it has more in common with modern, like, J.J. Abrams' Star Trek stuff, stylistically, than something mm -hmm. as... Yeah. dry as TNG or I mean like we watched it was one of the episodes you weren't around for Evan but we did a, an episode of Deep Space Nine and it was it's a it's a it's a pretty different animal from those shows yeah, uh, yeah. you guys know how I how much I love it because you know I've talked about it on the show how much I'm just completely over the moon for this show but I'm very interested to see what you guys thought of it so uh, Evan why don't you go first uh, I I am not a Star Trek fan. Like I know bits and pieces of things. I enjoy the movies because I f like it's you know it's not a lot. It's uh, you know you sit down for an hour and a half, two hours, and you get the whole story and whatnot. Um, but I enjoyed the hell out of this show. Yay! Um, it definitely grabbed me. Um, there were certain things like bits and pieces that I had mild problems with like okay we know that Jean-Luc Picard is an older gentleman we know mm -hmm. this stop trying to make me believe that he is full sprinting away from bad guys that's not happening I know that and it's obvious that it's a stunt double but, but there were but yeah there was where a part where like, they showed that and, and he's on the, the thing, stairs like, like <laughs> I can't do this like he can't that was and, kind of a part of it and that no, was I'm, the thing I, like that was in the middle because he sprinted couldn't do it then sprinted again I was like ooh okay but otherwise great story so far I only watched the first episode because I don't you know my brain starts blending things together mm. um, made me want to watch the second episode and that and really very minimal uh, characters introduced. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know who the rest of the, the you know, because from what you have seen or shown on, uh, you know, previews and whatnot, he eventually ends up on a ship, and he's got a, a crew with him and whatnot. It's just him, some creepy dreams about Data, and Data's kid, I guess? Yeah, th technically, uh, Data made a a daughter, and I like I'm so curious as to where this is going. 
I, uh, as am I. <laughs> it's uh, it's really interesting. So like, all right, I guess before we talk any further about that, Karen, what were your initial impressions of this show? Um, I liked it okay. Uh, I didn't like love it, um, which probably is owing to my only being like a casual Star Trek fan and not really at all acquainted with much of Next Gen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find it interesting. Um, you know, I what I do know about um next gen i i like data uh so i like that there's conne- uh, there's a connection to him and that he does actually appear in the show even if he's not you know technically alive there uh i thought the kind of like you know mystery of of who this girl is and the twin and the who's after her that was all very very cool and interesting and compelling i want to i i want to see where that goes i don't know that it grabbed me to the degree of like i want to keep watching this show like i want to spend my very limited time Mm -hmm. watching it but um i wouldn't complain if we were gonna keep watching it okay well that's fair I'm glad you wouldn't complain if we kept watching it. Like that doesn't that sound like a. It's, that makes it sound like I didn't like it as much as I did. But I did. I did like it. I just didn't like. It wasn't like holy shit! I gotta see the next episode right now. Fair enough. Now, well, it was certainly like that for me. But I'm also a bit more of a Star Trekky nerd. With but I no go ahead. You have a, a a background with Next Generation, right? You've seen. Yes, I have a ba- yes, I definitely have a background. So with the that. stuff that like they allude to, or they flat out say some of it, like the Mars blowing up, I feel like that is a made up story that happened in between. Yeah, that's that's new as far as I know. That's new for this. But uh, did Data sacrifice himself on the show? I think in the last movie he was in. Okay, because they I, did. Yeah. I, I felt that that they did that with uh, Spock. And I was like, yes. am I confusing? I, I just remembered bits and pieces. So, all right, go ahead. Continue. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else uh, t- uh, on that particular you know, avenue to talk about. I was I was really interested in you know, the, the, the Dodge's character. I did not expect them to kill her. Uh, I was kind of fascinated by that. I was like, all right, this seems... Uh, pretty cool, pretty badass. Uh, I mean, I've seen this before where, you know... We, we've we've seen this science fiction before where mm-hmm. uh, it's the the badass girl oh has it, we, she's basically river right mm-hmm. so they're they're basically like showing her up as river and then all of a sudden they blow her the fuck up and i was like <laughs> oh okay so <laughs> they, they not only did they blow her up before she blows up the dude spits acid on her yeah. Like, hot, free, a loogie of acid, and it just looked horrible. It did. I was like, oh. First she melted, then she exploded. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was pretty uh, surprised by that. I was like, oh, I, I don't want her. And I almost her. feel like that was so that nobody could say, like, she didn't die. Like, no, she definitely died. Oh, she did. Yeah, no, that that thing, is, you know, that, that was 100% dead. That was dead, dead, dead. <laughs> I didn't I, see a body, but that's because there was no, no body I, to see. Yeah, yeah. I I was also excited to see Allison Pill in the cast, and oh, like, she's great. Um, Which one is Allison Pill? She was the doctor at the institute who <laughs> like explained everything to him about the possibilities of these clones. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and from the preview, it looks like she gets to go along on the adventure with them, but she's like the inexperienced space traveler person. And that just seems like it's going to be a fun dynamic. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a good time. At least the little of it that I've seen. I've only seen the first three episodes, and I've thoroughly enjoyed all three of them. Um, now, <sighs> how is it holding up to, like, it's a, it's a, I'm enjoying it as a show with no Star Trek background. How is it in comparison to other Star Treks for you? I mean, for me, it's, I'm enjoying it a lot, but like I said, a, a part of that is because of how different it is from other, other Trek, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel like a Star Trek show in a lot of ways, um, which is something that I'm, I'm, you know, I rather like about, about it. Not mm -hmm. that I dislike things that feel like uh, Star Trek because I, I love Star Trek, but well, Star Trek they... in itself was episodical. It was like you could pretty much watch any Star Trek episode and get the gist of it. Like this, I feel like if you didn't watch episode one, if you tried to avoid the pilot, you have no idea what's going on in yeah, episode this is two. Setting up a pretty solid through line of like this is the specific plot that's happening and that is all been quite interesting like uh when they showed at the end that their her twin sister was on um i because i didn't really quite get it <laughs> when i first watched it and uh, i was just like wait what so yeah that definitely threw me and i had to get a get a trek history lesson from chris so wait, i'm like wait, i know that's the borg that's a, that's the like didn't that thing blow up in one of the movies They've they've blown up more than one Borg cube in a, in in existence. Okay. Um. But yes, that was a thing that they blew up. Uh, like the Borg is like the baddest of the bad baddies in the it's bad the world. Cybermen of, of the Star Trek universe. They're the Daleks of the Ooh, Star Trek okay. universe. Uh, right. But yes, it, it, I was yeah, I'd say more that, like a more like a. Uh, practically speaking, yes, more like the Cybermen that they're all about assimilating and whatnot. But mm -hmm. um, what I didn't quite pick up the first time I watched it was that, like, I was like, oh, so, like, they're working with the Borg? No, 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 they're not working with the Borg. That was a decommissioned, like, that was after they had, it, it, like, they had, it was like a Borg reclamation thing. Mm -hmm. So the Romulans and, and then the other android girl they had hired to do a whole like study on this empty Borg vessel and also to save the people that were assimilated. Oh. So that's something you get to see because that's when that guy said uh, you, d you deal with helping people with mental problems all day and then I come and dump mine on you because he's talking about what she's what they spend their days on is talking to these people who were partially assimilated when everything went down with the Borg. So, oh, like, you'll get to see some of that in future episodes of, you know, what these people are like, and that's kind of a, you know, it, it, it's it's certainly interesting. Mm -hmm. um, now, so it, I, with future okay. with future episodes, I mean, like I said, he is an older gentleman, and 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 there's not a lot of action that can that can go with him. It, he's not just going to be sitting in the captain's chair telling people what to do. No, and okay. I liked that quite a bit. Okay. See, he comes up, he comes to the conclusion that he needs to find Dodge's sister, and he goes to Starfleet in like episode two. He's like, "Look, I know I just went on TV and said some shit, and I know, <laughs> I we, know we didn't leave on the greatest of terms, but here's what I want: 
give me a ship and a crew because I want to go find something. <laughs> and the woman's just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> like, she could not be more like, I get it. You're Jean-Luc Picard and that's a big deal, but get the fuck out of here. Like, no. And there's also something else going on. There's this whole other thing going on because we're going to definitely get to the bottom of this whole thing with the why the androids uh, overthrew, like, went went nuts and basically blew up Mars. We're going to get to that in this season of the show, I'm sure of it, because there's something shady going on with that that, that um, uh, Starfleet woman, and there's something shady going on with more Romulans. But that's neither here nor there. So he goes to try to get this ship and a crew and they're just like, fuck you. So he goes to try to put it together himself and he contacts, he finds somebody who used to work for him a long time ago and she's got some, she's got some issues and, uh, but she points him in the direction of finding a pilot who is not very impressed with him. And so it's basically him and a bunch of young kids and like, uh, not young kids, but like, you know, 20, 30 somethings Mm -hmm. that are out for their own kind of thing. So like, imagine if Jean-Luc Picard showed up on the, on the Firefly, you know, Malcolm Reynolds isn't going to have any of his shit. He's not going to be like engage and Mal and Mal's going to be like, uh, yeah, sure. Yes. Captain, that's not going to fly. That's not the kind of ship this is. So he's there with that kind of a personality, but he's more of a investigative, um, like he's the, he's almost like the book character, except, okay. you know, I like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like that's the dyna- dynamic that they're going for because by the end of episode three was kind of when they formed the crew. I haven't really seen them work together much quite yet. I just want him to tell people to like, get off his space lawn <laughs> <laughs> i mean it the the visuals of it are great the special effects were great like all the the, the fight scenes mm-hmm. it's really like because usually like i and i don't have much experience with next gen like i know i shouldn't say no i'm familiar with like classic star trek and then the movies and mm-hmm. like I do not want it to be like classic Star Trek action scenes where it's da na 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 and like flips here and ju- and no, this was movie quality like choreography yeah, they really, and they whatnot. really took that stuff seriously, yeah. And I thought it looked great. Yeah, I concur. So when when do we see the the pit bull again? I don't know, but I love that they named the dog number one. <laughs> I love that yeah, so much. It's great. Uh, and he's cute. He is cute. He, I want that dog. He reminds me of the Ghostbusters dog. You know, giant. Ghostbusters had a dog. The mont the 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 key holder and the gatekeeper. They turn oh, into the, the dog in the Ghostbusters, terror not dogs. the Ghostbusters dog. It's just the, it's ju- yeah, correct. It's just the the chest and the, it's pit bulls are solid dogs. They really are. <laughs> they're they're some some beefy animals. So yeah, it's uh, I, I I loved it. I'm really can't wait to see more of it. I'm I'm completely enthralled by it. I love this. Ta- I, I love seeing this character. And potentially other Star Trek characters out of, like, outside of the norm. 
because these are all these characters are I'm used to seeing them in you know on the enterprise on their ships on their missions in uniform and all that stuff and sometimes you get to see them out of it but it was always within the confines of like well this is on their mission to explore outer space and this is or it's on the holodeck or it's on the holodeck doing some weird shit um and this is more like no we're 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 out there we're solving a mystery we're going in it's it's putting Star Trek characters that I know and love in a very different kind of situation and I really really liked seeing it and I think it came off really well and you know of course Jean-Luc went to go start a fucking vineyard in France because <laughs> why wouldn't he uh, I mean sounds like a good idea to me yeah mm-hmm. good, good good I actually want them to produce this Picard wine like as a promotion for the show because I'd drink it. I'm kind of surprised if they haven't yet. I mean, are we sure they didn't, I guess, is I don't the question. Know. I think of, of the three of us, I'm the one most likely to know about it, and I don't. Which doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So if you know about it, please send me a bottle. Fair enough. <laughs> Do your part and help us fight Corona. Uh, no, it's there. Well, alcohol is kills the virus, or is that not what they meant? <laughs> sure. Um, I can't believe I haven't said that joke to you guys before. Like, I've been saying that for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) To explain away my excessive drinking. I just thought, I just chucked it up to the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are around more often. They are. Well, delightful. Unless you guys have anything else to add, I don't. I, I don't have anything else specific to say about it, other than uh, I'm glad you I, I'm glad you both enjoyed it to to varying degrees. Um, I'm glad it wasn't torturous for anybody, uh, and I'm really really looking forward to finding an opportunity to watch more of it because I just I I love it and I I love it. It's like uh, it's giving me all the right vibes of the kind of uh, sci-fi television I want to be watching right now. So I got, uh, I got a very um. What was that? The Star Trek, not Star Trek, Star Wars movie, Rogue One. Like I got a, a Rogue One feel about it. That it's it's you it's you know that it's in the same universe, but it has a different feel than everything else yeah, that it's was running around. Going it. for a very different vibe, yeah. So enjoyable. I hope it doesn't give me more of a Rogue One vibe because I don't want everyone to die. But well. <laughs> I'm actually quite fond of these characters. I'm looking forward to seeing the Jonathan Frakes episode or episodes. I don't know if he's in more than one, but I'm really looking forward to seeing where all of this stuff goes. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, then that's going to do it. Yay. Go team. Go this week's episode. Uh, then I guess I'll wrap it up. Boy, do I have a thing for you. There it is. You can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at shoot underscore the underscore moon on Twitter. And I just want to give a quick plug to my Etsy store because I recently restocked it and I will be adding new items this weekend. Uh, so that's Etsy.com slash shop slash shoot the moon stitches. Okay. And uh, Evan, what about you? Geekade underscore Evan. Boom. 
Boom. Uh, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to me. So, whose turn is it? It is Evans. my turn. What is our homework, Mr. Evan? All right. Um, I first came across this show, and I saw a trailer for it, and I want to watch it. Uh, we are going to watch Briar Patch, Season 1, Episode 1, First Time in Saint Disgrace. This is a show starring Rosario Dawson as Allegra Dill, and the tagline for it is, or the, the explanation for episode one is, Allegra Dill returns to Texas after her sister is murdered. I'm it. So, there you go. Okay. Sure. Sign uh, us up. That's what we're doing. All right. Well, then uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, there's your homework, ladies and gentlemen. I look forward to hearing none of you next week because you're not on the show. Mm. We're on the show. That's true. Um, but I like to pretend that I can hear you. <laughs> what? Um, what? Huh? <laughs> Steve, we're talking to you. That's right, Steve. I'm Dan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. On behalf of everybody else, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Dan Ryan. <laughs> Engage. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.